Lounge Gaming Radio Show with your hosts Russ and Surf. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of 16 Ounce Gaming Radio. This is episode 87 and Surf is back with me this week. How are you doing there, Surf? Hi, I'm good. Thank you very much for asking me. Very nice, very nice. Um, first up, um, just want to remind you all and everyone that supports the show, thank you. And you can support the show in a couple of ways. Um, we have a merch room. You can buy shirts and stuff. Merchroom.com forward slash collections forward slash 160Z. And you can help support the show through that. We also have a Patreon page that you can support the show if you feel like that way. We each have a certain tier. And once we hit a certain thing, we'll start doing giveaways again. But until then... I don't know when it'll be next. The next giveaway will be, but we'll figure it out, won't we, Surf? We certainly will, mate. <laughs> and then, um, if you feel like, you know, continuing the sh- the fun and stuff, join us on Discord. Link will be in the show notes and everything. So, Surf, we've had a, we we had a uh, busy week last week playing a good game, but. We'll talk about that in another game here in a little bit. But what do you? What have you been up to the last couple weeks? Well, playing Fortnite. there. Uh, what Fortnite? It's like been a fortnight. It's been a fortnight. Yeah. You've got to have to explain the fortnight to the youngins out there. Uh, you don't use that term much over there, do you? Two weeks a fortnight. No. For we don't. Nights. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, what have I been up to? I won't talk about work because it's always boring. Uh, it's just sort of plods on. It pays the bills. <laughs> I turn up, I sit at my desk, I do my work, I leave and I go home. That's about it. Uh, gaming wise. And once in a while you'll see him post something in Discord. Uh, yeah, occasionally at lunchtime. Or while <laughs> Nip out and have my uh, stretch leg break. Uh, so other than that, oh, what have I been playing? I finished uh, Old Man's Journey on the PC. That was in PC Game Pass. So I was using that as a demo to try try it out. Um, I picked it because it was one of those ones that was recommended as um, an easy thousand game score. Um, so I thought I'd give that one a try and I didn't want to buy it because uh, I thought it'd probably just benefit from one playthrough. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Um, if you fancy a quick thousand gamer score, I'd recommend it. Takes about an hour. Um, really easy puzzle. I suppose it's used classes as a puzzle game. Uh, it's a story about an old man going to visit his dying wife, as well. And you just sort of have to get him from the usually the left hand side of the screen to the right hand side of the screen, and you do that by adjusting the landscape by moving hills and bridges up and down so he can walk from one side to the other um, you might have to click on sheep to move them out of the way but there's usually a bit of a puzzle there because there's only certain spots they can move to so you have to sort of plan the route around there's uh, a couple of areas where you have to tilt the landscape so 
uh, wheels will roll down and break through walls and stuff to let you pass. Oh, wow. So it's just basically a puzzle game where you have to adjust the landscape to let the guy walk from one side to the other. I'm glad I played it on PC. I think it was a lot easier because it, I think it was designed to be a point and click with the mouse sort of game more than okay. a controller. Um, oh my gosh. So that was good. Um, and I, as I said, nice easy thousand game score there. Uh, play it on Game Pass. I couldn't recommend it as a buy. I think it's a great, it's the perfect game for Game Pass. I think play it um, enjoy the story. The story's fine and it looks pretty. It's a really nice looking game. The music's good. Um, it didn't get me on the fields, which I think is the aim of the game, to try and get you on the fields. Um, but it didn't really get me there. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it as a puzzle game. Um, what else have I done? I keep... Is it... Oh, go ahead. You... Oh, gosh, dang it. I forgot. I had a brain fart. I was going to ask you something about it. But... Um... Can you <laughs> No, I can't remember what. Go ahead, go on to the next oh, one. I'll probably remember. Comes, if it comes back, comes back to you, let me know. Um, I will. I've been jumping into the MCC a lot again. I know we finished it on our Halo playthrough, but I started doing the playlists. Oh, um, yes, I remember that. So I've been enjoying those. I was quite chuffed. I've had a few um, beat the t- part-time things on run-throughs. And the one that I was really chuffed about was I replayed the more the other week. Um, that's the last uh, chapter on Halo 1, Halo CE, and I managed to get through the Warthog run at the end on the first attempt, which I don't think I've ever You done did? Before. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done Oh, it my. It's a holy miracle, ladies Halo's, and gentlemen. And that was on normal. <laughs> I got there. Oh, my gosh. I got there. It wasn't even on easy. I actually done the Warthog run first attempt, which... And rather a test, I when we play together, I never drive the Warthogs because I'm awful at it. No, uh, you always make me drive, so yeah, that's I why I'm like... Make you drive, guys. Just like, no, I'm not driving because I know how awful they are. Uh, but yeah, I was really chuffed. I managed to do it with about 30 seconds to spare as well. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, it really well. I was sort of like... I think the constant We've got to have a trophy made thing. up for you. Yeah, I knew. I, I was hoping there'd be an achievement for doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but what, oh, I've learned, man. what I've learned is that game definitely benefits from the more you play it. It's almost the more you play it, the more enjoyable it gets. Because mm-hmm. with the playlist, I've played a few of the missions on Halo CE two or three times now, uh, just because they appear in different playlists. And it's so much more enjoyable once you know the map. Oh, yeah, it's I can like, see that. Uh, you, know, you know, like the library where you're sort of following Guilty Spark and it's just full of the flood. And yeah. And you're just running around, you know, oh, God. But if you really learn <laughs> the layout, if you learn the layout there, it's really good fun. You sort of like, you learn you need a shotgun and nothing else really matters. Um and yeah, yeah it, it just, just feels like a real fun experience. Um, but the le- the levels still feel like they take forever and ever and ever and ever. Because you know where you're going, it doesn't feel so bad. Because you can all, it's almost like once you've learned it, you can divide it into little sections. It's a bit like how I do, because I walk to and from work. So that's like a 50 minute walk each day. 
But oh, okay. I, I sort of aim. I figured out in my head. I I've got like landmarks I aim for, and I sort of split the walk up into little chunks. So it's like it's a six-minute chunk to get here, and then I know there's oh, okay. three more chunks. And if you once you've learned the map on Halo, I think that's how I see the map. So during the library, it's like okay, I just need to get to the first lift, and you get to the first lift quite quickly. You know, okay, that's that little chunk done and out the way. And then it's like, okay, so now the next bit is to get to the next lift or the bit where the door, you have to stand by the door and wait for the door to open. And if you sort of, if you figure out what's coming up next, it doesn't feel so bad. The only even one when the scenery still, looks... Yeah, and you sort of, anyway, this... you don't get lost so much. Okay. So, I was going to say, even though you see the scenery the same over and over and over yeah, and but, over... What I what I still do is actually what I was doing was I'd run one floor with new graphics and I'd go up in the lift and switch oh. to old graphics and Shit do the graphics. next floor on old graphics <laughs> and then go up in the lift and do the next floor on new graphics again. So you sort of slip, yeah, old graphics. New shit graphics. graphics. That's what we used to, no, yeah. we used to call new it. New graphics, shit, shit graphics. New graphics. Yeah, or whatever. So yeah, that that helps as well. Uh, the only one that's still a pain is I can't remember the title. Is you know the one where you keep running across those bridges? Yes. That that one still does seem to take for frigging ever. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's like oh, but so yeah, no, I've been enjoying that though. I'm slowly playing through the playlist. I've started the big playlist, which is just every single main line halo game all in a row or normal so oh well i need to that's like 46 46 episodes uh oh my gosh chapters. that's just like as soon as one so you just play through the entire <sighs> list but there is i think um completing that playlist um is there yeah you little I've only done a couple. If you ever Hoorah. want to jump back in, mate, you can play it in co-op. I got to download them again. Remember, I got rid of them. Oh no, you just deleted kept... them all, didn't you? Yeah, I got. Well, I got rid of them and kept Halo Four on because we were finishing that. And yeah, I guess I can go back and so. But yeah, I can go back and download them. I guess I just need it. I guess I can get rid of Halo Five, right? Or are we gonna? You can are we gonna Halo ever get Halo Five into... now. Yeah, you only need the. Uh... And you need to download the multiplayer bits. You just need the campaigns. I'm only, if you wanted to do that, we'll discuss that another time. We can, because I think yeah. with the two of us, with the playlist, you just play it through on normal. So I don't think that take us any time at all. Oh, we'll breeze through that like yeah. nothing. Uh, yeah. It'll be like, wow, this feels like it's easy since we're so yeah, used to getting a little be. asses kicked. I mean, I think that's the other one. Legendary. I, think, I remember, because I'm not the best player in the world, you know. And I remember the first time I played through Halo they were on normal they seemed a bit of a struggle for me but after playing them through like legendary or heroic with you normal just seems like a breeze now I was like, oh, that's mm -hmm. I'm getting quite happy feeling quite chuffed I mean, quite good. you still throwing the grenades i still trying to bring up grenades I'm trying to bring up iron sights <laughs> <laughs> yeah i oh, know actually i i seem to have stop doing that as well and the other thing i've oh. learned i've got better at which i never used to do is i've started using the melee i sort of running up and whacking people in the face and then shooting them like the elites just, and stuff yep I think, you still got, go ahead do you think what, oh, what were you sorry say? oh i said you got a grunt birthday party on 
the problem with the playlist is you can't turn the grunt playlist. Uh, oh they, no! Yeah, it's a real pain. They they control the skulls, so you can't turn grunt birthday party on. Is grunt birthday party the best one? That's the only thing that sucks is you can't have grunt birthday party. Damn it turns, bastards! It turns all the skulls off, and you don't, you can't turn them on, which is a bit of a pain. So. Uh, what else have I been playing? I finished um, COD World War Two campaign. Oh, um, very nice. And final thoughts? 11 chapters. I really enjoyed it. Um, now, I'm going to preface this with the fact that I've played very few COD games, so I don't right. know if it's a good campaign compared to old ones or not. It's definitely... I've only played three campaigns, and it's definitely the best of the three. I've played Ghosts, which, as far as I understand it, is the worst campaign that makes people think. <laughs> um, I played the one with Kevin Spacey. Is that Infinite Warfare or Advanced Warfare? Whichever uh, the one with Kevin Spacey is. I think it's Infinite, I think. I think it's Infinite, too. I'm not Yeah, I played the one with Kevin too Spacey, sure on that. which was okay. But I actually just preferred the really grounded World War II one. It was fun. They're... Nice mix of missions, tanks, planes, some sort of Michael Bay moments. The story was okay. A um, few things surprised me. Um, you don't get to Berlin. The campaign stops just after the Battle of the Bulge. So you oh, really? To, yeah, you don't get to see the final push to the end. Oh, wow. I wonder um, why they did that. Yeah, I, I think just... I think those guys stories finished I guess I suppose everyone who landed at Normandy didn't necessarily get to Berlin without dying they might have done their bit and never got there so I suppose but yeah I thought it was a bit weird I assumed the last mission would be a push into the outskirts of Berlin or something mm -hmm. um, yeah you'd so think that was a bit weird and the other thing that I suddenly realised, there was something off all the way through, but I couldn't put my finger on it, and it wasn't until the last chapter I suddenly noticed, is while you're in-game, they remove all swastikas. You don't see... They replace the symbol. They replace the swastika? Yeah, with another symbol. Um, what is it? Like the, the, the eagle thing, Third Reich? No, it's just, I like, think. It's just like a cross. So like a Templar cross? Yeah, sort of a bit like a Templar cross. Um, and it's... Huh. I think I read somewhere... I'm check this game some, out now. I think I read somewhere it was something to do with them not wanting to accept it if it was going to be like an e-sport. So like all the levels... Because like, I think like in Germany you can't show swastikas or stuff in games, I think. Um, and it was just them saying, well, take it out. But the really weird thing is, like... On the main screen where you pick your main mission, it shows where on the map that main mission's appearing. Mm -hmm. And that map's got a big sauce sticker on it. <laughs> and obviously, <laughs> there's a sauce sticker on the map. It doesn't appear. And it doesn't, like, as you play through the game, you get collectibles like cigarette lighters and flask and stuff. You just try and find these things. And you can look at the collectibles. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, this is like a... It'll say... This was a really sought-after SS pin that indicated you did this. So they mentioned the SS and everything, but they removed the sauce sticker off the uh, little picture of the thing you found and replaced it with a cross. It's, it's a really weird mix. <laughs> that is weird. 
it's weird because you're obviously playing the Second World War and they hit heavy stuff. I mean, let's do too many spoilers, but you You're you good. see the you see the concentration camp side of stuff, um, and some really shitty things Germans were doing to civilians and stuff in France and capturing yeah. American soldiers and stuff. So they don't hide any of the atrocities the Nazis did. They call them Nazis. You're fighting the Second World War. It's all supposedly battles make sense in the timeline and whatever so it's yeah. just that one weird thing that they won't show the swastika huh. in game is that is very weird and then once you spot it it's like really obvious because obviously you're sort of going through nazi occupied town and like they've got those that those flags draped all over buildings and stuff didn't they yeah and then so you know it once you notice that it's not a swastika it just sort of takes you out of it slightly it's just a bit weird yeah that would take me out of it too i think because yeah you're playing a part of some yeah. history and stuff so yeah um but other than that i recommend it it's i think 11 chapters and each chapter probably 15 to 20 minutes she so could play it in oh, that's not bad. chunks um maybe i'll download it and play it yeah i'd, I'd recommend it it's a nice fun it's a great fun fps um <laughs> Sort of grounded, no, of course, because it's second mobile, there's no stupid weapons or anything. It's all feels <laughs> stupid weapons, yeah. There's no like, like the previous few Call of Duties, there's no wall running, or yeah, flying around on jetpacks or drone. It's just sort of really grounded. Um, I even, I even enjoyed the flying section, and you know me in flying, uh, so, that's hard to believe, right there, yeah. There's a tank section as well, which was... So, you feel one. confident enough we can go into GTA? You can show me you can fly <laughs> no. now? The flying, the flying <laughs> in that is really easy. And you don't have to worry about taking off a landing because you start flying and you finish up flying. I think it'd be pretty Okay, so next time we're in Ghost Recon Wildlands, you're flying. <laughs> I don't think so, mate. <laughs> Probably it was crashing, really, but... a really, really easy flying, but I enjoyed that. I was like, you're in a... What else? Uh, I think my favourite mission was the SOE one, uh, where you sort of... Uh, save Sony. Uh, save Sony. There's a bit of a spell <laughs> section at the beginning, which is fun. It's it's not long, um, and it doesn't really matter if you get spotted, and that's fun. And then there's a really good um, chase sequence, you chasing a train um, in a vehicle. Which oh, was really nice. fun. I really enjoyed that mission. Um, yeah, really nice mix of stuff in all the missions. Um, nice. The characters were good. Looked really good. Um, they said st still... I did get still... I think I mentioned last time there was some screen tearing I found in the cutscenes. Yes. Which I thought yep. was a bit weird. I yep. don't know if that was just my download or my copy on my Xbox. But yeah, I did get uh, a bit of screening screen tearing just on the cutscenes I think I don't remember any in the gameplay okay um, so yeah mostly in the screen one. or mostly in the yeah, cutscenes you said then. yeah just in the cutscenes I noticed it there's you know the one at the beginning of the mission and the one at the end they don't have what didn't tend to have them in the middle um, alrighty um, is that all you've been up to uh, besides I the other ones you've been playing? I jumped back into Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, for the DLC. For the DLC, Fate of Atlantis. And? Um, I love that world. I really do. Um, 
I haven't started the Fate of Atlantis DLC properly yet. There's um, there's also these little additional missions they pop in called um, Greek Tales or Lost Greek Tales, something like that. And so they're you got like sidetracked. Little, they're little ice side story missions. So I was three of those yep. I was behind on. Yeah, so I got sidetracked on those. Um, you got sidetracked, yep. I got sidetracked. <laughs> the last one I played tonight was the one I played today was so funny. Uh, <laughs> you have to do three things. And every time you do something, you're trying to get this village ready for an attack. So you have to find the blacksmith to make some weapons, find a woman to get some horses for all the warriors, and then find some bloke um, who will rally the villagers so they'll be willing to fight. You find the blacksmith, you find you do the stuff him, and then he trips over a step and he's forgeful. All his tools fall on him and squash his head. So he's dead. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you find the horse for a woman... And she's found some special fruit that she thinks if she eats, feeds it to the horse, it will make the horse like Pegasus. So she sort of feeds it to the horse and then rides off a cliff and dies. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, then, and then you find the guy who thinks he's been given a helmet that makes him immortal and he persuades you to set him on fire. And so he runs around going, it's not working, it's not working. And he dies. Oh, my God. It was like, I was laughing so much. It was so funny. Um, it sounds funny from you just telling me about yeah, it. Oh, it my really, gosh. Some of the side missions in that game are really good. And I just forgot, that game is just so... I just love running around. It's beautiful. It really is. Um, That's the thing, like, when I play Origins, or when I go back and never try to finish it and I get in there it's like I don't know I love running around in that so I can imagine I think it'll be the same in Odyssey origins. I think Odyssey looks like I think it's because the environment's just a bit nicer it's not so it's not so desert based so it really it's because it's in Greece yeah Greece correct? there's just like yeah. tons of flower cutted I mean there is some you get some volcanic areas but yeah it's re like really green and bright and vibrant um, yeah uh, it just looks gorgeous. Uh, it's just fun running around. I think, I think it might be my favourite world to run around in this generation. Hmm. Okay. Um, I think story-wise, I'd still give it my this generation. I still think my favourite is Red Dead. Um, no, nobody will beat Arthur. I really, really enjoyed that story to the end. But I prefer. <laughs> but. <laughs> The general just roaming around the open world, I prefer in Odyssey. Oh, wow. It's just more fun. Um, so I'm looking forward to finishing that DLC. Um, and I think, that, I think that's the final ones that will be the end of Odyssey for me. Although well, I I've noticed the really cool thing they've done is that it's the map's now full of um, user-created missions. I don't know how oh, really? you do it, but you can, yeah, uh, members of the community can sort of like create missions and you can sort of play them on the map. So the map's full of all these user created missions. So it could could have legs that game. I haven't tried any of the user created ones, um, so I don't know what they're like. But I will definitely give one a try before I finish. Well, yeah, and give it one a try and report back. Yes, I will do before the next one. We, I would imagine I would have finished Fate of Atlantis by the next podcast, so um, I'll try one of the community missions as well and let you know what they're like. But yeah, yeah you, you definitely need to jump into that game, mate. Um, yeah, 
I don't need to finish Origins then. That was my biggest no, worry. No, it's, it, it's separate. There's, okay. there's a small tie-in, but it's more like an Easter egg than anything. So you definitely don't need to have played Origins. All right, I needed, yeah, just go for it, I guess. Go Get back it. onto my schedule. Although you're not allowed to play it till you finish Red Dead, mate. <laughs> you have to finish Red Dead. Mate. Oh, dear Lord. Yes, I need to finish that game. Okay. You need to finish that game. <laughs> and I think apart from the two we're going to discuss later, I think that's about it for me. Um, so, yeah, fair, fairly good mix. Yep, fairly good mix. You you drinking a nice beverage am, this evening? I am drinking a mango IPA by Innocent Gun. <laughs> called Mangoes oh on the Run. And it's really nice. Mangoes on the Run. I think I've Mango's seen that. I'm surprised you're not. Yep, it's that's a kind of a little weird take that you're drinking something else besides Coors yeah, Light not, or it's not, it's banana not French bread. It's not lager or banana bread. <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> it's another fruit one, but no, it's really nice. Um, it's a Scottish brewery from Edinburgh. Uh, Innocent Gun. Really good. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel bad now because I'm just having a Dos Equis, you know, a couple <laughs> stopped on the way, stopped on the way home, wanted something light and stuff from going out last night. So, yeah. So you're, that's it that's on what you've been up what, to? What have you been up to? Still, what you call it? Trying to find a house, I guess you say. So Still house hunting. House hunting. Yep. Yeah, pull out of that one that we were going to buy, but who knows? Something should come up. My wife gets all antsy and impatient. I just tell her to just chillax. You know, it's not like we're mm. kicked out on the street from the place we're renting. But other than that, yeah, work same hasn't changed. And um, last night was really fun. Uh, checked out a couple of breweries and stuff. Went on a date with the wife, so we checked out uh, Carbach. Never been there, and I know oh, they've been God. bought out by Anheuser Busch, but still wanted to check it out if you know what I mean. And so it, they had some pretty. Go ahead. So I was going to ask: Is it like one of those buyouts where they're sort of saying we won't interfere, and it's now it's owned by us, but it'll still basically stay independent, and we won't. Uh, Pretty much because, sort of yeah, pretty much. So, Carbuck will still do their normal brews and stuff, but you know, Anheuser Busch gets a slice of the pie, so yeah. they could get into the craft beer market, if you will. And but the food, the um, the, the service sucked. Uh, I'll be honest, the service sucked where we got the food wasn't that great, but they did have a couple of good beers. They have a really cool beer garden there, you know, you can go hang out with your family, your dog whatever so that was pretty cool so next oh, time we're gonna go cool. yeah. yeah yeah so next time we go we're gonna go into the beer garden instead of the restaurant because we thought that was not that great and then we what did you have oh i had the conservation coastal conservation ale uh, my wife had this one called good golly miss molly which is an uh, I want to say a bourbon barrel aged stout, which is pretty good. And then I had this one called Hellfighter, which was a coffee um, imperial stout. Oh, okay. Reporter. 
Imperial Imperial Porter. Porter is what it was, and that was pretty good. Quite heavy beers then, with the stout and the porter. They're not sort of yeah. The, yeah. The the coastal conservation was an ale, so it was a light one to start out with. You know, it's really light, like Dos Equis and stuff. Has really mm. good. It's really good flavor though, and um, really smooth and light and crisp. You know, on for the hot summer days, and then yeah. So, but me and my wife, we I've gotten. She really likes the dark beers, and I've gotten to where I like them more and more too so i kind of gravitate towards those now because i want to find i don't know i'm always on the look for a good good really good porter and next up we went down a couple miles down the road to this place called the walking stick brewery that place is really cool it makes i told my wife and she agreed like all the little design and the way they did the building and everything it's kind of like what i want to do when I do get ready to make that jump to oh, okay. open my own. So it was <clears throat> it was pretty cool. I tried um, one called the Slowpoke. It was brewed with uh, this coffee company that's local too. It's called Slowpoke Coffee, I guess. It's brewed with their iced ice coffee or infused with their iced coffee, and it was. It was really good, and my wife had a. It was called a massive brown porter. It's almost like she really uh, likes her porters and stuff. Yeah, she, she's a dark, she does. a dark brew lady. Yeah, and uh, I told her the massive brown porter is like almost like saying massive brown shit or something. But <laughs> but no, it was they were good, pretty good. They I really liked the place. It was really in this um, up in northern Houston. It was in this um, kind of old rundown part of town where they've been re uh, renovating it you know with newer stuff and remodeling a whole bunch of stuff so it was really cool the place out like out front it had like some synthetic grass and had cornhole and this old little merry-go-round spinny thing that used to be on the playgrounds do you remember those oh i remember so like manual ones yeah yes so i had one of those where the kids could play on because there's kids there Young kids, like me and my wife noticed, like at these breweries now, like not kids our age, but kids like just with babies and toddlers and stuff are taking their kids to these places, which is, you know, I think it's pretty cool that they can have like a little family hangout. And, um, but there's, you walk up to the door, there's this like bar that had like a garage door. So if it was raining or whatever, they could close it or really cool. Inside was really, it was cool. And then there was a back backyard that had really cool lights and um, some weird welded tables that, like, somebody made for them. It was really cool. You know, give it that rustic um, old brewery kind of farm feel, if you know what I mean. Oh, okay. Like, if you were a brewery on a farm, I guess you want to say, which was really cool feeling and then it happens to be there's this really cool like place called the crowbar it was across the street they had like volleyball courts and stuff and um this place where you'd walk out to the volleyball courts and it was under a a little roof thing that had like the baseball games and stuff tvs and stuff so you you know they're watching baseball and then just down from it was the last place we went to was called the great heights brewing company and they had, I had a heft there. The wife had a porter. 
obviously. And the half was actually really good because that's another one of my favorites. The porter was really good. You know, it was fun to get out and go try some different beers and stuff. So that's that. Game-wise, um, more of my time at Porsche. I love that game, although it pissed me off this week. I wasted like three nights playing it trying to figure out what the hell to do next. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> and then I, did, I, I figured it out on my own for once, which is pretty good, because usually I get pissed off and just like, all right, I'm going to watch a YouTube video or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So I was trying to build this bridge. I've been trying to build this bridge. In order to do that, I need to upgrade one of the the um, crafting bench, if you will. And in order to do that, I need some get some money. And I can't remember now what else. There was one other thing I needed to do. But there's these um, community board tasks that you can grab and go try to complete. And so you're doing those, you get money plus, you know, XP and stuff like that. So I was wondering, like, you know... I'm all sitting there trying to go around and collect trees so I can get try to get hardwood, you know. So I'm doing that and um, breaking up stones and stuff. And, man, I was sitting there like, not only did I waste like three real nights playing it this week, it was also like five or six in-game nights that I was sitting there trying to figure it out <laughs> and lost. So that sucked i wish i could somewhat start over but i got it figured out now so hopefully i'll be able to move up get the better axe so i can get the hardwood to finish the bridge that i need to to continue the story so but other than that the game's i don't know super i think it's super fun the people you interact with you can become friends with and stuff it's like a better version of I don't want to say better version. Stardew Valley was really good in Graveyard Keeper. It's just a different version of that, I want to say, in 3D, open world. Not open world, really. Um, 3D, kind of open world, if you will. So, more like a hobby world sort of thing, maybe? Yeah. I mean, there's so far you can go until you unlock more of the map. So I guess it could be somewhat so open world. How long are you playing it per sitting? What's your sort of... If you sit down and play, how long do you usually play for? Is it something you just jump into for 20 minutes or do you... Yeah, you can jump into it for like 20 minutes to an hour. Yeah, I'm not doing it for like I would on sitting on the Xbox or something. Just something like when we get done doing something because like the kids haven't been here this week. So we've been working on packing the house for when we do move and stuff. Um, So I'll do something like outside, clean the garage or whatever and then come in, shower sit on the bed you know and the wife will watch tv and then yeah for about maybe half hour 45 mm-hmm. minutes i'll play and then zonk out you know so yeah, it's, it's little games like that you, once you yeah it's into, yeah really nice that you can just pick up and keep it where you left off or pick up and play where you left off even if you don't like um what is it? If somebody else, if you don't switch into another game, you know, on the the Switch, you can just put it in sleep mode. And then when you power it back on and hit your whatever button three times to open it back up, you'll be right there where you left off. Oh, okay. So it's sort of like quick resume. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. 
so you're not at like the home screen or yeah. whatever or even if you're at the home screen you can go back into it it's really really cool feature and or not feature all the games do it on switch switch is just badass but that's the only game i was playing this week because i didn't i wanted more time to get into like the regular routine but just with all this other crap going on i can't get back into the routine of playing a game for a couple hours a night or every other night you know what i mean i know on the xbox mean, yeah. upstairs it, it is difficult to try and, to try and finish that but that being said we did have a good session the last two weeks of wolfenstein youngblood Ooh, we did indeed Yes, and I talked a little bit of last week when Batman was on the show, but I kind of just skimped over it because I wanted to wait till this week so we could talk more or play it some more and get your more in-depth thinking on it and mine too. But uh, go ahead with your thoughts on Wolfenstein Youngblood. Well, I- I'm loving it. Uh it's more Wolfenstein. It's is like Wolfenstein, but not Wolfenstein. It's weird. Uh, playing co-op definitely makes a difference, and having the sort of like leveling up. You didn't have any of the wolf, other other Wolfenstein games were very linear. You just played through, and about the only thing you ever found is if you hunted around, you'd find like weapon upgrade kits and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So you didn't have any of this sort of uh, skill tree or not like I can remember anyway or sort of finding coins to buying things and stuff so that's different and there was definitely no hub world with going out to do side missions and stuff um damn coins um but yeah coins there's coins here mate Uh, yeah yeah i'm not seeing them where the hell are they i I don't know but i think i find it a lot of fun playing with somebody i really really enjoy it it feels it's got that it's like classic Wolfenstein. It's really gory. It's like people just explode into mists of blood, which is always cool. oh yeah. Uh, the world building is I I love I've liked that in Wolfenstein games all the time. You sort of creep into an area and you can hear the music they're listening to and they're having conversations on other sides of walls. Um, the sort of and the music building. if and they're the playing music, the music, yeah, it's sort of like just sort of like that one on the airship when we were walking around the casino area and you could just sort of hear the background music playing or somebody's listening to a record it really adds to the environment I think and sometimes the immersion of the environment yeah Yeah. and sometimes you just want to hang back and just listen to what the guys are talking about um yeah uh, like when they're talking or also the dialogue when you say we start a firefight with somebody and um, the wave of guys comes after us. We haven't killed the commandant, right? Yeah. And we go jumping up somewhere to hide or whatever. And it's like, they were just here. I know it. We'll just have to wait and see if they come back or something. Just like that. I mean, it's not in English. It's in German. Yeah, but see, you're reading the subtitles, yeah. I'm reading my, the subtitles. <laughs> I think my favorite one was that one when, on the first mission where we're in the Zeppelin. And the guys on the channel are saying, you're all being killed by a pair of teenage girls. Are you? A, oh yes. Yeah. Do you feel embarrassed? <laughs> <laughs> that would. I must admit the uh, suicide dogs really scare me. There's like these. I guess, oh my like, gosh. Or whatever that have just got like 
Well, they've got um, bomb vests, haven't they? They've got yeah, yeah. Is what they have, and they're just trying to run at you and explode. They, uh, they're really, really terrifying because they're so quick. Uh, just sort of yeah, and you and hear them. Which, which is the coolest thing because, like, if you play it with your headset on or whatever, like, you'll hear them. The way I don't know what kind of. Um, if it's, I don't think it's Dolby Atmos or whatever, but you can hear them in the distance, like say in your right, and then you can hear them, like it almost like sound like they're in the front of you, and then you're like looking, especially when you're underground, you have to use the stupid flashlight. That's one thing I, I hate. Was, you don't <laughs> like the uh, to... underground missions with the flashlight? Nah. It's no, because like, I hate being in the dark. Yeah, I I'd agree with so, that. So, but then that one blew up on the side of me at that, scared the crap out of me. And then that one where I was like, ooh, look, jumped across, and then that dog <laughs> saw out. me and <laughs> ran out behind me and blew up, and we that was yeah, the that's end of that. Both that was our last life, wasn't it? Yeah. They got this sort of um, shared life system, haven't they? So you can have three shared lives. So yes. either of us can go down and the other one can revive. Um, yes. Or if the other one can't get to them, you can sort of, like, I think they call it bleeding out. Yeah. Bleed out, and yes, bleed you out. you can use a shared life to sort of come back. Um, but you only get three of those. And but you can, you can always find, find crates to... Yeah, you can find crates. ones scattered around. But if you run out of all three, then you're just set back to the beginning of that mission and all your progress is lost. So, yeah, that's the one thing that was like shitty when that happened. Yeah, yeah. you definitely don't want to do that. Um but yeah, I mean, it feels like Wolfenstein. It's quick, it's smooth, it's fast. Um, the movement's great. You feel sort of quite free. You can jump hard. Yeah. You can move quick. Except the um, our little pity pat, a little their feet. <laughs> oh yeah, on towel claws. <laughs> uh, I think we were saying earlier, weren't we? It sounds a bit like you're playing Phantom Dust. Um, it's that yeah. sort of ticky ticky tick tick tack. It's like you're running around in high heel shoes. Yeah, and you're in these suits that you think would be quiet. I think like, either quiet or quite loud. Well, I know I mean, when you're not crowd, when you're walking normal, you're loud because they're like, "Oh, who, who's there? What was that noise?" and stuff like that, which kind of reminds me of Metal Gear Solid. You know, like the first Metal Gear Solid. I don't know if you ever played it, and it's like, "Huh, what was that noise? Was Whose that? footprints are these?" And stuff like that. Yeah. But you're in... So I was going to say, you wear a suit like that in Wolfenstein 2, but there's no noise like that. It's... um, I don't know if they added the noise in as an A to co-op play to help you identify... But then the map's quite good at telling you where your partner is, so... Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah, it's slightly off-putting. It doesn't sound right. I think that would be my only complaint. Uh, but interesting to see, because this is your first Wolfenstein reboot game. How are you finding yes. it? Yes, that it is. I am enjoying the hell of it. Like I said last week, <clears throat> you talking about oh, the like the throwbacks to the other games that are tied in with this. And you're like, oh, that's such and such. That's such and such. It makes me want, like I said, go back and play the other ones. So I downloaded. I haven't tried it yet, but I noticed it was downloaded. Um, you said Old Blood to start with? Old Blood would be if you want to play them in sort of like chronological order. Chronological? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want to do is chronological order. 
So, yeah, so I downloaded that, and I'll hopefully start that and the mix with all the other stuff. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. And hopefully I think uh, Old Blood's not too long of a story. Not too long? I don't think. Um, the other ones can be quite long, but you just, it's like one of those ones you just play for a, a bit every night sort of thing, and you slowly get through it. Uh, well, hopefully but, I can start that and report back. Yes, hopefully you can. Old Blood's a bit weird, so... <laughs> <laughs> it takes a strange yeah. twist. But no, I'm really, really enjoying the game. I've, I've noticed, I've seen three reviews. I think it's, review-wise, it's not doing particularly well, is it? And I don't understand why. Oh, I haven't honestly paid attention to any of the reviews. I think I saw on Metacritic it's got quite a low user Metacritic score, I think, last time I saw. I Was it... I didn't even know it was coming out until you mentioned it. Because um, when we was deciding what we wanted to play starting on Sunday since we were done with Halo... I didn't even know it was out until you said something. Hey, it came out today. Would you like to start it? Or you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm glad you said yes because don't think I would have enjoyed it so much if I was playing it on my own. Right. It's. It seems like it was. It was more built for co-op than. Oh, it's definitely designed as a two-player yeah. co-op game. Yeah. I mean, because you're. It's the twin sisters, isn't it? It's definitely right. designed around two-player co-op. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's only got a 68% Metacritic. Yeah, not good. And I think like the used one is a bit l- even lower than that. I think it's quite low. Um, so I, I'm not sure why people online it. Maybe they were expecting more like a classic Wolfenstein game. Because it, it, does, it does switch it up a bit. But I'm really enjoying it. Um, it was great fun running around with a friend just... Unloading tons of bullets into Nazis. <laughs> you can't go yeah. wrong, really, can you? It's just, it's you just great fun. It is great fun. I think um, the only thing is, like you said, uh, the only other complaint I had slightly is I do find the. Uh, I suppose it's part of the charm, I suppose, just from the era Which, they're in. But the talk between the two sisters is a bit cheesy, I think. Yeah. I don't mind it. It's like dude. They say dude a lot. Sometimes it's like listening to a Bill and Ted <laughs> movie. Dude, yeah, dude, and oh man, what was the thing that I was laughing my ass off earlier today? Oh, I can't remember. It was something really stupid that was like, I, they said something. Like, oh, I can't remember what it is, and you're like, well, that sounds like a little bit of bad writing. Oh yeah, I got yeah. Oh, I remember that bit now. Yeah, I can't remember what they said. <laughs> but it just, yeah, that sounds just like bad writing. That was good. That's a good game. Yeah, I highly recommend it to anyone to try it in co-op. Find someone to play it and get it in co-op. And I think if you buy it, don't you get like a buddy pass or something? Um, there's two editions. You can, I think there's like a twenty-five pound in pounds. It's twenty-five pounds. Um, and that's just a game. If you buy the deluxe edition, which I think is ten dollars more, um, you can share, you can play that with anyone. You can give them a buddy code, and they can download the game and play with you. Yeah, they don't need the game they or need, need to buy it. Nope. But yeah, they don't get achievements. Well, to hell with that system. Mm. 
So if you're, not, if you're not worried about achievements, though, yeah, if you buy a slightly more expensive one, you can... And they can only play with you, because obviously they have to use your buddy code. Yeah, so it's like... It's kind of like, like that. Minecraft, where you start your own world before the realms came out. You had to be online for anyone else to continue playing. And I can't remember the name of the game, but I think it works the same way as that game with the two guys who escaped from prison. Uh, the two, the two of us. The two of us. Two of us. I think that's how think... that works, wasn't it? You were, only one of you needed the game. You could give the coach someone else. Mm-hmm. That is true. All right. So yeah, go try that, people. And next up, uh, our Game Pass Game Club game. It should be End of Act Two, Junction Two. I almost screwed that up when I played <laughs> yesterday, when I was recording it or in streaming it. Which I think, real quick, for all or you all, if you want to play it or play along or whatever, go ahead. You know, play along. Send us feedback um, through Discord or Twitter or our email. I posted on Twitter and stuff. So go ahead, do that when you finish the act. Or I was talking to Surf earlier about this. So like this week, I'm probably going to play Act 3, record it, put it up on YouTube, and you can watch it there to help help out if you don't feel like playing and just want to watch it a little bit and give us some feedback. I don't that's yeah, fine too, whatever. If you want to just discuss the story. Uh. Yeah, but anyway, Act 2 starts out where you, um, you're you getting out of the van. You're trying to explain to the FBI still, right? Uh, Is it the FBI? We think it's you're the talking FBI. To? Although I think if you look at the cutscene, you're in the Monarch building, so it might be Sunday from Monarch. Uh, but yeah, oh, yeah. You're telling your story, but yeah, you get out of the van and time's stuck, so the two people are there, sort of stuck in time. So you nick their guns, and sort of run off. Um, Correct. And you're trying to get through to the docks where the, your main bad guy, Paul, Paul, is. You want to get to him before he gets away on his helicopter. Right. <laughs> the. <laughs> I don't. You haven't watched my VOD yet, but the. the the dipshit taxi driver Nick you run into. Oh yeah. He um I I saved him, right? When you come get to that point and you walk yeah. across the board and I saved him. And then the dumbass I don't know what happened, but I talked to him and he explained everything and then he went to open the door and I was like, Come on, get through the door and I hit the X button, talked to him again and then he stopped there and then he's like, Oh, the door's push or pull push instead of pull and then he just stood there i couldn't get to the damn door so i had to restart the checkpoint <laughs> i did in order see to that. get no i'll have to keep an eye out for that in order to get past that part but and then you know trying to remember some of the little bit of the controls which came back pretty quickly like you started watching like and yelling at me because i was missing some of the power-ups you were missing the power-ups yeah uh <laughs> You need to do that because otherwise you I needed, up, yeah. You end up very powers. But uh, quickly going back to the guy, that's the first main difference because on my first playthrough, I picked the PR route rather than the hardline route. So on my first playthrough, that taxi driver guy isn't in the game after that oh. first bit in the taxi because you really? pick the PR route. You re you know they shoot that girl. They say take her off and shoot her. 
Yeah. She replaces yeah. him because what you do in that bit, instead of saving him, you free her. Oh. And she takes his part in the story. So that's the first main difference. You don't get the Dippy. Hmm. If you pick the other route, you don't get the Dippy taxi driver guy. You get her. And I think I prefer, if I'm thinking about it, I think I preferred her as the character. You preferred her as the character? Yeah, I think on the first place she was a bit. I think he's a bit. Then Nicky Doo does. annoyingly thick. He just seems a bit dense. Although I did like the bit where you dash through the gate and he goes, because obviously you're playing the guy who plays. Ice oh, Man you're a superhero. Movies. He goes, you're like an X-Man. <laughs> yeah, you're like. I, was, an... I thought that was a bit. <laughs> Aren't you like a government experiment? Yeah, um, made me laugh. He did some stuff. So yeah, so you slowly work through the docks with him helping guide you, don't you? And there's a few rooms where you have to shoot guys. Think they shoot baddies. A new couple, a couple of new enemies, don't they? There's like the really heavily padded uh, shotgun guy. Um, Yeah, and you can hold the the RB button and build that up, and then just obliterate. I guess groups. Yeah. Yeah, and then that was you, pretty cool. Yeah, that is a good move, that one. And then you come across the other guys who can um, travel like you, but they they got they can suit around like you, but they've got they need a suit to do it. So if you can yeah. shoot the equipment on the back, they immediately freeze in the time freeze. But then they freeze in place when you kill them. I guess this this has to do with the level that you're we're playing in, right? Yes. Yeah, they just sort of stop, don't they? Sort of hung in hair, and you can push them around and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, hung in the uh, rip, 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 ripped effect or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's like a, what do they call them? Time stutters. So it's yeah, time there you go. Really stopped. Um, yep. That's pretty cool. So you fight your way through. You get to the docks, but oh, gosh. Paul flies off in his helicopter, and you do the first big set piece of the game, really, where. He causes that ship in construction to collapse all around you. <laughs> you have to escape through the wreckage using your time powers. Uh, and I did see that bit. I watched your playthrough. You were having a few bit of problems at the start there, mate. Getting I thought, okay. I thought you had to go, press Y, find that spot where you start from, hold Y, do a sh- shift and move all the stuff that fell over back, and then hurry up and run through that part. Instead of going through, waiting for that to stutter, yes. going back down and up the scaffolding, going back down and up, down and up. So that's what took me so long to get through that part because I thought you had to hurry up, like fast, do the the fast dash thing to get through there. All in but one that go never worked. And wait, yeah, yeah, I get that. It's not like it's a learning curve thing. But other than that, it was. After you get past that, it was like, all right, it's okay. So this is pretty easy. You just got to wait for that ripple or rip effect to work itself back and forth, back and stutter effect, I should say. There you go. Yeah. Back and forth, back and forth. So that was a little bit of platforming and stuff where you'd wait for the other shit to not kill you in a way. <laughs> yeah. So, I enjoyed that bit. I think that was a bit of fun little bit. It was just sort of like... It lets it was. show off the engine they've built, doesn't it? For sort of like moving the things backwards and forwards through time. It's quite good fun. It does. And then, you, and then you get out, you I like one final battle. Um, yeah, it was. 
Yeah, one final battle with those, well, with a couple, couple wave of guys. Yeah, you can zip around like you can. Yeah, and then you're done, and then you meet, what's your name, Beth? Beth. Is it Beth? Beth. Yeah. Who's trying to work to help you, and then it was, I thought it was funny, when in the cut scene, when he's all like, how do I know I don't trust you? She's all, shoot me. She's all, okay. So he pulls out his gun to shoot her. She grabs it from him and slams him in the freaking face with it. He does. That's for not listening to me. <laughs> and then the, uh, was it the dippy taxi driver in the back that whispers, she scares me. Yeah, she scares me. And he's like, I feel like I'm babysitting or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She feels like she's babysitting him. Uh, <laughs> A babysitter or something yeah it was it was good it was a good cut scene and, and then you get to the last music yeah yep yeah oh, yeah you do and then you get to the school a swimming where you have that it's the Bradbury swimming oh it's a swimming pool it's not a school I thought yeah, it was a school it's a swimming pool where you find the other time the machine that your brother yep. built and hid the original time machine isn't the it original yeah yeah but you can't get it to work, so your plan is to deliberately get captured. Uh, yeah, because um, Mike said, "I've seen it before. You'll you you'll meet me here, here, here." Yes. And stuff. So. So that stuff was pretty cool, and how it worked, and the cutscene, and or the the one part too where you found that TV, that video, and he was talking to Beth, and she's like. I've never even met him, met your brother, but he's talking to me. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. It sort of does, it's sort of hammers home the time weirdness, mm-hmm. doesn't it? That yeah, he knows you, but she hasn't even met him yet. Yeah. And then after that, it ends, and you're into the junction, correct? Yes. So what did you do in the junction? You can either I did... concentrate on Monarch or concentrate on Jack. Uh, mo- con- I did concentrate on Monarch. Oh, okay. Uh, I did concentrate on Monarch on my first playthrough, so this playthrough I picked concentrate on Jack. So it'll be interesting to see how things are different between us at the, mm-hmm. uh, at the next uh, next act. Yeah, it will be, because you did... The first one, you did the PR like me, right? Uh, first playthrough, I did PR. This time I did Hardline. I think you did Hardline this time, didn't you? Yeah, you must have, because you got the taxi driver. Oh yeah, hardline. Yeah, I did hardline, yeah. not PR. I did hardline. Um, but yeah, in episode two, you picked concentrate on monarch, which is what I picked last time. But this yeah. time, I've picked concentrate on your friend Jack. So we'll see how that plays out. Yep. So if you want to, um, like I said, play along. You got two weeks to get to the end of Act Three, and if you want to start, you can start each. I played on easy. Excuse me. I played on easy, so first act took me like what an hour. An hour, I think. And the second. Yeah, an hour. hour and and a the, half, I think. The second act took me like an hour and a half, just because it was a little bit of. Well, it probably would have been shorter than that if it wasn't for the stupid, <laughs> the puzzle piece that you you warned me about. But other than that, yeah, about an hour and a half, really. So, really easy game to pick up, play for an hour. Yeah. Really, it is. Each and, act is yeah. really easily split into little chunks. She can just yes. play act, like act two, part one, um, a small chunk, and then play the next part the next day. You don't yep. have to do it all in one run. 
so yeah, so far, joy. I think this has been this has been a fun one to play for the Game Pass Game Club. Good pick, Surf. And uh, that's it for Game Pass Game Club. Correct. Is and then, yeah. R- real quick, we do have a couple questions we didn't get to last week and stuff because. All one's obviously from Batman. I didn't want to have him read his own question. We didn't answer it the week before. But Bama asks real quick, as a podcaster, what's the most difficult aspect of it? Uh, do you want to go or fast. do you want me to go? No, okay, can. yeah. For me, I think the most difficult aspect of it is time. Like lining up time with um, like you or like when there's four of us it was hard to line up the times so they would match all the time you know like how we did it every Friday and then all of a sudden like I got busy and you know what I mean mm-hmm. I think just finding the time to do it is the most difficult aspect of it other than that you know because we like talking about the games the beer the just the fun things in life that we do too, you know. We, it's that comes pretty pretty easy, I think. So I think it's just finding the time to sit down and actually talk to you or the guest or whoever else is on the show for for an hour. Or so I think that's the coordinating the times is I think it's the hardest. Yeah, I get that. I think for me, mine's a bit different. I think. Again, slightly better. I, I'm still not as good as I'd like. I find it difficult to get my thoughts out. I mean, I sit back oh. at the beginning of the podcast. I'll have a huge list of, in my head, I've got a really good, well-versed speech about everything I think about, say, Assassin's Creed Odyssey or the Call of Duty World War II campaign. And I, In my head, it sounds really good, and I've got really loads of salient points and I think I've got everything I want to talk about. Um, and it's just, I just find it really difficult to actually get it out when it actually gets to the podcast. I or oh, every, when... <laughs> after every podcast, I always think, "Why didn't I? Remember? I forgot to say that. Why didn't I remember to I, do I, that?" I do that same thing. It's like when you once you hit that record button, all of a sudden it's like, <gasps> "Yeah, okay, it's... here we go." And stuff. So. Uh, I think I'm getting better at it. And I do. And it's just fun. Yeah. Just talking about games. So. Yeah. So that's that question. And one more from Organic. Um, He asks, how are you liking the transition from podcast to radio? Are you getting new metrics on listeners? And honestly, there really is no transition. It's still downloadable everywhere the only difference is that dash radio is a different platform platform for us to be on so that's really the answer to that question because there's really nothing more about it it's just that it's a the radio is another platform for us to be on besides you know spotify iTunes, Google Play, you know what I mean? Stitcher, Anchor, yeah, whatever, so. whatever, whatever app or format you use to download and listen to podcasts and 
shows and all that stuff. So it's it's just a different platform. So it's really no transition or anything. It's pretty much the same thing. Wouldn't you agree, sir? I would agree. Uh, not an expert on that side, but yeah, I, I think that sums <laughs> it up. I think it's just like, like you said, it's just like being on Apple Music or Google Play or Spotify. It's just another place to find the podcast, I guess. Yeah. Right. Oh, and all right. Yeah, I saw your note. It's okay, sir. It's okay. <laughs> um, so thank you, too, for the questions. Um, really appreciate that, and we'll keep answering more as you guys bring them in. And you can do that every week. You can ask us questions on Twitter, Discord, whatever, and we'll put them in the show to answer. And also, really quick before we end this, um, it's a new month, so that means uh, PlayStation Plus and Xbox Games with Gold have new games, and right now you can get August 1st to the 31st on Xbox One and PC, Gears of War 4, and then you can get Torchlight from the first August 1st to the 15th, for that's from 360, that one looks pretty interesting, I'm thinking about checking that out, since we already beat Gears 4, I actually that's a good time to... to- yeah, I actually tried to play Torchlight with uh, Castle yesterday. We oh, thought how'd it, it go? We thought it was a co-op game. <laughs> it wasn't. It's like it's a not. Diablo oh. game. It was like a Diablo game, so we just assumed it would be co-op. So I tried to play with Castle and Toast yesterday. Uh, we all fired the game up. Uh, but sadly, <laughs> it's not co-op. It's okay, never mind. I want to play it. Uh, okay, it looks not good, gonna... I'm going to give it a go. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. not co-op. Even though it's a Diablo waste my time game, on that, so you would assume it would be. You would assume. But a good time for Gears 4 to come out just because Gears 5 is around the corner. Yeah. And then August 16th through September 15th on Xbox One, it's Forza Motorsport 6. And then the Backwards Compat from the 360, August 16th to the 31st, is Castlevania Lords of Shadow. I'd like to say one quick thing before we move on to the PSN stuff. I think we're starting slowly to move into... I don't know if it's one of the issues we got with Game Pass now. Because I'm thinking, if you got like Game Pass Ultimate, you get Gears of War 4 anyway. Yeah. Um, you don't get Forza, weirdly, Forza Motorsport 6 is not in Games Pass. I don't know why the most Motorsports don't seem to be in there. Um, yeah, that's uh, kind of weird. Yeah, it's. Uh, I already had Gears of War, so it didn't bother me, but yeah, I think. Yeah, same here. That might be going forward. That might be a bit of a weird thing with um, Ultimate. Uh, is there any? Do you do you feel you're getting a deal with your gold if the game's already in Game Pass? I yeah. think. I think with I think... other with non-third party stuff, I can, I get you feel the deal because nothing stays in Game Pass forever. So third right. party stuff. You get a game to gold, then you've got it forever as long as you keep subscribing. So that's fine. Um, but I don't see them ever, like their their own stuff, their first party stuff. I can't see them ever removing the Gears games out of Game Pass. Yeah, I don't see that either. So yeah, it's a bit weird. Not saying, but but I think generally a really good month for games of gold 
there to yeah one of the better ones that's been yeah it's usually been kind of a dumpster fire but some strong titles in there yep so next up on the playstation side you get wipeout omega collection and sniper elite 4 and those of you on xbox sniper elite 4 is on game pass so you can check that out over there too if you wanna wanna kill Nazis in a more specific way, <laughs> there you go. Uh, All righty. What we're talking about there? Yep, exactly. All right. So, just once again, don't forget to finish Act Three, Junction Three on Quantum Break because that's in the notes. That's next off. Next up. Sorry, but. Um, so that'll do it for this funky episode, which has been fun talking just mostly about games because there's, I don't know, we'll figure out news some other time, but just talking about games is games and beer and all that other stuff is what this show's really about. So it's just fun just to dive deep in some games that we've been playing and stuff. And thank you, sir, for being on the show. You will be here next week or the next. Uh, not next week, the week after. You bastard. No, you're good. You're good. I just have to give you a bad time. But anyway, uh, go ahead and join us on Discord. Link will be in the show notes. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at 16ounce underscore gaming. Um, and on YouTube, I'll try to put up those videos as soon as possible of Quantum Break. And I need to get those damn videos of Halo 5 out there. You do. Um, so YouTube at 16ounce gaming family. Leave us a review on wherever you listen to your app it'll greatly help the show grow that way too and tell your friends about us thanks for tuning in we'll see you all next week let's go play some games sir cheers everybody cheers everyone